What's up? Welcome back to an episode of Be Here for a While. Uh, okay, I have some fun shows coming up. Like, I'm very specifically pushing this one show because if you guys don't show up, I'm going to feel like no one likes me. So I am doing a charity event for Right the Wrong. It's about mental illness uh, in Austin, Texas on March 9th. Nope, March 10th. Sorry, March 10th in Austin, Texas. Uh, right around when South by Southwest is. It's at uh, Tap Brewing House. I'll post all this on like my website. And actually, I'm going to do a promo with the girl that's uh, that's running the charity. So please come to it if you live in Austin, Texas or in the surrounding areas. Because if you don't show up, I'm going to feel real bad. Because it's for a good it's it's for a good cause. I'm headlining the show, doing some stand up, and I want to meet you guys and hang out and shoot the shit and have some beer. And also, I'm bringing I'm bringing the elusive Christian Majeski. Did I say your name right? Yep. All right, cool. So I'm bringing the new friend friend on this uh, on this trip. Do you hate that I call you friend friend? I no, I'd rather you call me amigo or something though. Amigo? Why amigo? amigo. Well, I know I look a little Hispanic. Is that why you're saying that? No. You look Hispanic? I look, look like 12... Czechoslovakian. I've looked like 12 different races my entire life. I've had so many different ethnic identities. I have no idea why. There's been weight changes, hair changes, just, just something about me that looks like... I'm, I'm, eth- I'm ethnically ambiguous. Uh, I guess that's a good thing. I'm looking at a photograph of you right now, actually, uh, as a child. It's so mean. You've grown into your head. That's for sure. <sighs> All right. So I'm just going to say it to be proper. This is Christian Majeski, my friend, friend. Um, I just showed him. A f- okay. So I've been, I've been easing him into the fact that I followed my head a lot. I've broken my nose many times. There was, there's been an issue since I was a child. It's not like a real issue. I have no medical condition other than I think that my head's just gigantic and I am would you say I'm uncoordinated, Christian? Uh, yeah. No. No, I'm not really uncoordinated. It depends on how I'm many... Because I'm fairly athletic and I can... It depends on how many drinks you've had, yeah. Then the, the coordination can definitely go south. That's true. Um, I mean, that depends on anyone's drinks, but... <laughs> but no, the... the um, I think you you might have... You, you could be like an alien with the, from this photograph. Okay. I'm going to check with your mom. Uh, see if you were, she says it too. See if you came down from space. <laughs> so I've definitely grown into my head, but I just showed him. A f- okay, so we'll get to the point of why I was home uh, back in Oregon in a second. But I was home in Oregon and I was going through old photos and I found this photo of me as a little ballerina because I was a graceful ballerina for many years. I was a gr- I was I was actually like one of the best in my very small town, but I got like scholarships. I toured. I was a great ballerina. Right. I, I mean, I could see, I could see that. Okay, whatever. So this is a photo of me when I was like three, uh, in my first like two two. My head is enormous. It's pretty big. And the shape is weird. Did you do like head spins? I like don't a, know. Like a, like an eighties break dancer. I should have. Like ballerina break dancing could have been your thing back then. You could have started a whole fad. But Christian, why do you think my head was that big? And why was like the cranium part of it so? And the, just the distance between the hairline to hairline on my forehead. Why? Why is it you so must big? Have been smart. I mean, I am smart. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty smart, but <laughs> <laughs> not smart enough not to fall into things. 
Yeah, you definitely broke your nose uh, recently falling into oh, an arm. This is horrible. All right, guys, I have to admit something. <laughs> this is, I actually am genuinely so embarrassed. This isn't like the Keanu podcast where like, well, no, I was genuinely embarrassed. No, this is the Keanu podcast where I was so genuinely embarrassed by that. I'm so genuinely embarrassed by this because I can't freaking believe that at my age, I've broken my nose again. So backstory, I broke my nose. Oh, I broke my nose six times as a kid. Uh, quick, quick backstory on it. All right. First time I was around like two or three, I tripped and I hit my nose into a picnic table, broke it. And then a few, uh, like a year after that, this wasn't my nose. <laughs> I tripped and I hit my head. I was at my mom's friend's house and they had a fireplace. There was a screw sticking out of the fireplace. I tripped. I hit my head into the screw, into my forehead. Yeah, there's something wrong with me. I know. So Christian's you, looking at me. A lawsuit? Like, no, no. I, mom's my mom was just like, ah, you know, she does this. <laughs> it was like, this is just Rachel. It's a little scar on my forehead from that. She has a heavy head. She's there's, heavy headed. I don't, I don't, or I'm. Oh, some equilibrium thing. Anyway, so there was that. Uh, and there was a, a very, my most severe nose break. I was in fifth grade and I was at my friend's house and I was wearing a Halloween mask. So, you know what? What was it? What were you? I don't know. It was like a witch or something. I couldn't see well. A witch? You were, bought, you actually purchased a Halloween witch mask. You couldn't just put the, the green paint on your face? And no, I was. I be was like living, a genuine witch? No, I was, I was, I was going for it. Uh, this was serious. Going for it just by, by the plastic mask. Yeah, I guess. So I'm wearing sure this mask. Yoda? I'm like trying it on. Yoda? Yoda? No, I don't think so. You got, you, maybe you are Yoda. Maybe that's what explains <laughs> like how big Yoda had a kind of a big head for his body. I might. Yes. And you're actually, smart. I have the same. Yes, I have the same body type as Holy Yoda. Holy shit, you're a yeah. Jedi. Yeah, well, I think that's a compliment, right? In some in some circles, yeah. I'm not a huge star. I mean, is this Star Wars? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If I'm not like a huge Star Wars. Star Trek people, they'd be like, "Get out of here, Yoda." Oh. But yeah. Well, I can't even do the hand thing because I don't have a working hand. Did you see the side. new Star Wars? No. No, you don't see movies. I just I'm not a Star Wars person. Oh. I try. I, grew I up th- listen. I think they're great. I appreciate what they're doing. I've I tried. Have a stash of Star Wars figures. Yeah, because you're because you're a dork. It's true. I'm a proud Star Wars dork. No, it's cool. I listen. I think I'm on the. I'm, I'm the minority that I don't like Star. It's not that I don't like it. I just I'm like I try. I'm just like eh. Yeah, well, it's not really your generation, I guess. Yeah, uh, I. Think that's I, it. I mean, I grew up with that stuff. I, mean, I don't know if you guys know, I mean, but Christian's like Wars. 11 years older than me. <laughs> I have a Star Wars lunchbox actually still that's probably worth some money. Really? You want to sell that on eBay or are you, are you trying to pitch it right now? I, I might go Etsy. Oh. Seems like Etsy is the way to go these days. No. All right. Do you want to give like a promo code for it or twenty <laughs> percent off my Star Wars lunchbox? You want to go to lunch today? <laughs> That's your best pitch. <laughs> That's my best pitch. Hey, going to lunch? Take this lunchbox, twenty percent off. With no expression on your face, I wish you could see him. He's just like, you want to go to lunch? Buy my lunchbox, twenty percent off. His mouth is barely moving. Yeah, I'm doing my best Darth Vader. <laughs> That's really funny. Back to my head. Okay, let's go back to that. I mean, it's, it's serious. This is a serious thing because I'm still dealing with it as a full-on, full-on adult. There's something wrong with I me. I see you bought like extra wide headphones just for your head too. Because Where'd you get those? Custom? Oh, custom oh, made? I just like that. Well, they're like stretchy. <laughs> You were like, hey, could I get some custom headphones to fit my big, large head? 
I literally the you're wearing like Beats by Dre. Those give me a headache after ten minutes. That's how big my head is. They're, are you giving me a headache, headache just, just knowing I'm wearing a Beats by Dre headphones? Oh, well, I heard they're kind of cheap. Uh, well, yeah, whatever. I got them for free. I lied at the Apple Store. They asked if I when I bought my computer. They asked if I was a student. I was like, sure, I'm a student. Did you see the Defiant ones? They talk about like the whole. Yeah, yeah I heard it. Beats by Dre. I'm just going to interview you about the things that you haven't seen and you have seen. I have seen it. Because you've said you haven't seen a lot. Oh, you have seen that. Christian's so mean to me about the, the fact that... Great. I know. I don't, I don't watch enough stuff. Why are you blasting me on my own podcast? I'm already self-conscious about the fact that I haven't seen enough things. Well, I'm trying... You know, I'm, like, I'm a writer. I'm a writer and a comedian and I don't watch enough TV or movies. <laughs> I'm a writer, but I don't know what's out there. I do. I no, do. I'm kidding. No, you're. No, I, I know you're. You're. You're a good writer. I read. I read your. Um, I read your pilot. Did you? Whoa! I this did. is the first time you're mentioning it on my podcast live right now. Yeah. You. You read it. It's great. Wait. The dialogue. Are you lying is, to me? Well, I read half of it. You were so lying to me. <laughs> I didn't read the whole thing. No, you're I. You're like I read I, a page. I didn't read the whole thing. No, I did. I, I read some of it. I I'd just, like my. I got, I'd like my listeners to I know what you thought about it. What was the best part about it? The dialogue is amazing. Really? Yeah. Okay, I like you. the dialogue. But I already told you I was good at dialogue, so that I just gave you that. No, but shoe it. No, no, it's. I'm not saying that for because you told me you're good at it. I, I genuinely think you have great dialogue in your in your. Uh, huh. This is the nicest he's ever been to me, guys. <sighs> we should it's podcast more. I'm joking. Pick you up from the airport. Ah, oh, it's so sweet. It's okay, not, we'll get to that. Supposed to do. I so guess, we'll get to that. You do. That's very sweet. We have to finish my head story. Okay. Because it's it's an it's an integral part of my life. And I am I am pissed that I'm still dealing with it. So, all right, fifth grade, last thing we left off on, more Halloween mask. I trip over a kink in my my uh, friend's family, whatever rug. This is how, this is how hard my head hits a a, a thing. I trip over the rug. I guess I couldn't see because I was wearing a mask. I'm just making excuses. Trip over the rug. My head goes full force like boom into a doorknob. Ooh. And my nose is, I look up and my nose is in the shape of an S. Like, it's so broken. It's like, it's, it's shattered. I shattered my nose. And so my parents had to take me to, I had to go to a doctor. They had to reset it. Like, you would never know. You have a perfect nose, actually. Thank you. Well, because I keep breaking it and they keep trying to reset it. No, it's not perfect because I can't breathe. Well, that's, I mean. Yeah, it's painful. So they straight, they reset it. Or it's essentially a nose job, I guess, but it's corrective surgery when I was like in fifth grade, right? All right. I shine it on for a few years. Then I'm at the same friend's house. They have a trampoline. I do a flip on the trampoline. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a gymnast. I was, uh, I was a ballerina gymnast. I do a flip on the trampoline. <laughs> my legs end up out straight. And maybe just because I'm flexible, my head hits my knees on the way down, I break it again. Like my head bounces off my knees. I break it again, severely. But at that point, my mom and my dad, they were like, hey, you know, Rach, you don't get to fix your nose again until you stop doing dumb shit. And so then they made me go through my entire adolescence with a broken nose. But good on them because then I kept breaking it. I played softball. I took a line drive to the face. I was a great softball player, but I just missed out on that. just couldn't catch no, oh, actually, fielding and catching was my greatest thing. We oh. were at practice. I wasn't paying attention or something. Oh, oh. I just was unlucky so with my face sometimes. ADHD and, and Who knows? <laughs> I drive to the face, brace it again. And then I, there must have been one more break. And so they finally let me get, like, An my last... the most broken nose 
No, they let the me. World. They let me finally go reset my nose. As I was 17, they were like, "You're not allowed to play sports for a few years. You're not allowed to do really." My parents were like, "Like, we're gonna let you. We're gonna do the surgery and reset it again. Just chill for a bit." Mm. I was like, "Absolutely, I'm on ya. We're doing it." So I get the surgery. They reset my nose. I don't know if anyone's ever had their nose broken. And then when you, it's 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 cartilage, so it's very soft. It can it can be. It's malleable. Is that the word, Christian? Sure. Yeah, it can be. It can be move at any second. So, I get my final <laughs> straightening, like you know, resetting, reconstructive surgery. You wear a cast for about a week, right? On your nose? Yeah, like just one of those oh, little yeah, things, yeah. just to protect it from things hitting it and whatever. Because right. apparently, I'm a moron. Within the first couple days that I got the cast off, I'm in my bedroom. And for whatever fucking reason, I had wooden clogs and I had this shoe rack on the back of my door and I put the wooden clogs on the top, which is dumb. And I went to go reach for them or something and I knocked one of the wooden clogs and it came straight down on my nose while it was the most gentle it could be, like the most soft, like I just fixed it, just gotten the cast off, broke it again. Well, this debunks the whole theory of you being smart because uh, you know had a big head. That means you were smart. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. you were a little dumb. <laughs> Maybe. Just kidding. No. Or spacey. I don't know. No, that's not dumb. I mean, whatever. We, it's I, it's I, an accident. Yeah, there's there's something there's something going on with like the like the like the pole to the earth with my head and things. I don't know. Your head's the equator, or the. I don't know. Whatever, it's science. You're the North Pole. So, Christian, why don't you explain how now the seventh time I just broke my nose and it's not his fault. And by the way, in all of these instances that I broke my nose, no one's fault but mine. No one punched me. I was never in a car accident. It's literally just me falling or doing something stupid with my head. It's just having a heavy head. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you basically fell onto my elbow. Yep. So I just broke it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was like you. It was almost like you were walking in bed and and tripped, but it was in bed. You were like you know, <laughs> like leaned down, like, went to like lay down on a pillow full force. I went. Like, I kamikaze piloted my head yeah, into like the pillow, like you were landing an airplane. No, well, I wanted to snuggle you. It was really what it was. It was like I was like Christian, snuggle, me. and then I went down. And, <sighs> yeah, and right into an elbow. Yeah, as he was like. You were like on your phone or something, and then I was like, "Hey, let's like I must have, I don't I know if I announced on my it." Phone. Shut up. I don't. Know if, <laughs> I don't know. You were like doing something. I don't know if I announced that I was coming down onto you or if like I didn't give you warning, but it just so happened that right when I was dive bombing my head into you, you I was lifted turning your arm to put my phone down, and, and his my elbow, elbow was like whoop. Yeah, I mean, and it went. It hit the right spot. You heard the noise. It sounded weird. What did it sound like? It sounded like like a. Uh, like if you took like M and M's and just like crushed them in your hand, like or something like that. I don't know. Like M and M's are they crunchy? Yeah, because it, like, it's like it's like a yeah, it's that Reese's piece. It's a hard candy shell. <laughs> yeah, like if you're chewing an M M&M, and M, like the first like you put an M M&M and E around, they like take a bite and it's like that's it's like it was like this. Yeah, yeah, it's that's cartilage breaking and very tiny bones breaking. Oh, I know the sound. Popping. You've never heard the sound because you've never broken your perfect nose, Christian. I don't know. I, I've definitely gotten punched in the nose. Really? Why is your Soft. nose so straight? I want to know. 
I don't know. I got into a fight when I was younger and uh, got into a, a dude socked me right in the nose and and also almost broke my eye, I think. Like my eye socket. I had a Kate, really nasty well, shiner. Nothing is going wrong with your face. It's all internal. It's all like internal <laughs> See, there. you know, there's this like, is unfair. There's like a probably a, you know, blood clot next you know to my brain. No one's ever punched me. My nose is fucked up. You're Christian, lucky. Christian literally had... You're lucky you haven't gotten punched. He has the most it's, perfect it, nose. And I may, be, I may be obsessed with noses because mine's been so messed up my entire life. I know it doesn't look bad to you guys because it's been reset, whatever. I never had a bad nose. To be, my nose is my nose. It's just been straightened because I keep breaking it. But I can't breathe. There's no... The septum is so deviated. It's just that it's a nightmare. Anyways, so I'm very focused on like... Like, I think you have the most beautiful nose I've ever seen, Christian, for a guy. Really. Mm, thank it's, you. Yeah. It's beautiful. I used to be called cannon nostrils when I was younger. That was what people called me. Well, tell them to go to it hell. It was like the insult. They really? Like, hey, cannon nostrils. Uh, we had like me and my friends would make fun were of it. Were they we, just jealous we would your pick, nose was We would pick something on you know each other's face and like make fun of it. Like one guy was oh, banana nose fair. and another guy was like, I was cannon nostrils. And then someone else was like, really, I mean, really mature shit. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm highly embarrassed we to were say like, the thing you know, that we were I like said 18 to Sabrina. Doing this. No. What? Oh, I was going to say, I'm highly embarrassed to say the thing that I said to Sabrina. It's way worse than that, but I'll say it off the air. Okay. Yeah. Well, since you brought it up, we might as well, you know. <sighs> oh, God. Sabrina, listen. Guys, please. Oh, she doesn't care. She knows we, we've laughed. About- what do you call her? No, it's 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 incredibly politically incorrect, and I just didn't know when I was a kid. Ah, don't say it, then. Yeah, don't say it. We Anywho. don't need the, the comments yeah. in the comments section. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's unfair that you have that perfect... So, Christian, listen... I'm not, I'm not like posing to you that like you'd ever want to date me long term. Like, I know this is fresh, but are you at all worried with your perfect facial structure and your nose? If you were to procreate with me, that those genes could be fucked up because you're carrying the gene of like just someone falling, the big head, the falling on the head, like. Are you at all worried that your perfect genes may be ruined? I don't have perfect genes, first of all. To be honest, none of us have perfect genes. That's why a company like HelloFresh, which delivers healthy, pre-measured, easy-to-make food, is the best thing you can do for your body. Because it's it's basically like the easiest way to kind of stay in shape, but also eat delicious food that is convenient to make. I have been religiously using HelloFresh for the last year, and... It's just made my life so much easier and I've trimmed down. I feel healthier. I feel better. And so I want you guys to try this too. So listen, HelloFresh is super convenient too. Basically, you can choose your delivery day for when it works best for your busy schedule. They also, they offer a wide variety of chef curated recipes that change weekly. You can have the classic, the veggie or the family style and you won't spend all night in the kitchen because the recipes take only about 30 minutes and it's just fun. It makes cooking more fun and it's very inexpensive. HelloFresh makes it so easy to cook delicious balanced dinners for less than $10 a meal. So feel confident when you're cooking HelloFresh with the simple recipes outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards. And there's no waste. There's no uh, waste of food because everything is pre-measured. You know, when you go to the grocery store and you, you know, buy a bunch of stuff that you're never going to use, that doesn't happen with HelloFresh. And so I want you guys to try it too. And I have an offer for my listeners for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code BEHERE30. That's HelloFresh.com and enter promo code BEHERE30 for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. I mean, there's no, I mean, have your you nose seen is me? perfect. Well, that's it. <laughs> 
that's about that's the best we got here. Whatever. <laughs> um, I, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't really think about that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I guess if I had a kid who had a big head, I'd be like, All right, well, let's get you on the football team or something. You know, let's see, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Why did my parents put me on the football team? I, I don't know. Cause, I mean, because they knew I'd injure myself. Like there was. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, what could you do with a big head? What is? What are some? What are some jobs that big-headed people can do? Stay inside. Like be knock safe. over telephone poles. Yes, yeah, be safe. Be safe. <laughs> don't go out. Your don't head is leave. way too big. Let's just make a really small door so this kid can't get through it. Yeah, just, just stay, <laughs> stay home. Yeah. Well, to all the big-headed people out there, I feel for you. It's it's hard. Um. All right. So we should segue to. Uh, so Christian's been my airport runner for the last well chauffeur. Yeah, which I think is very sweet of you. No, no, no. I think I think you. I think you know. L.A. is a is a tough place to you know, you know, get around to begin with, and then mm-hmm. go into the airport at certain hours. Like at certain hours, it's like, very hard. I've had people ask me later, you know, like, "Hey, give me a lift to the airport." I'm like, "Oh, what time?" And they're like, you know, like, "Oh, like two p.m." You know, I'm like, "Ooh, that's like cutting it close." Or they'll be like, "Noon." I'm like, "Noon's perfect." You know, I go yeah. get something to eat. You would stop do it by for me Apple at 2 Pan, get Don't a burger. Don't even pretend. No, I. But you like me. I've driven you, you would do it. at every, did, single, every single hour. Hour that you've the middle you've of the night in the morning. I know you're very sweet. I appreciate that. But it's you know it's you drove me to the airport too, and and Warren, my dog. I know. Oh, I love Warren. Guys, I like animals now. I don't know if I should announce that. I mean, I've always liked them, but <sighs> Christian you is like animals now. No, well, I've no. always liked them. No, but there's this thing my mom always says about me. She's like, you're not like warm with animals. And I'm like, I am. I just get uncomfy with them because I feel like they don't like me. And um, Christian's dog has really softened me up. And now I think... Uh, he's an old man. He's so cute. Christian's like apparently making me like a better person in general, which I'm, I'm putting in quotes because I was also doing this whole thing where I'm like, I don't need to like go to fitness classes. Like I just do walks. I do push-ups in my apartment. Like I have my own fitness regimen. And then Christian wants me to like go to class pass with him. And so it's very irritating that he's having a positive impact on my life because I enjoyed being negative. You enjoy being negative? I mean, it's fun. What do you mean? It's just fun to hate on things. Oh, oh, I see. So it's like funny to like, yeah, you can still like, hate on it and do it, I guess. You can still do it and be like, I hate this. The but thing I'm that do we it. did today was terrifying. Do you oh, want to yeah, describe yeah, what that yeah. was? I felt like I was falling I don't know what mountain. it was. I think it was some sort of futuristic program. It was horrible. They put, I think it was a test to see if we could, you know, how, how far they could push people to see it. You know, it was, they would drop dead. Yeah. I felt like I was in War of the Worlds. It was terrifying. It was like a machine that moved around. So do you guys know what Pilates is? You know, you just go on those reformer machines. Well, this one um, was active and it wasn't, you couldn't choose when it would move to side to side, up and down. I was falling off. I was pissed. Right. It was like a ride at like, a, like an amusement park. Exactly. Except for you weren't having to hold it up with Except your abs. It wasn't fun. Yeah, like yeah it wasn't like, fun. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, you weren't having a churro and then getting on it. No. She came over. She was miserable. like, you're doing great. I'm like, don't lie to me. I'm not doing this. I'm doing horribly. Yeah, I look like that's, an idiot. I, that's how I felt. I was yeah. like, stop saying that to me. And she kept having to like, do you guys, have you ever, if you've been to Pilates before, you know they have like the, the carriage or whatever the bottom part is. Mine, I couldn't figure out how to get mine to go up. And she kept having to come over and like lift me up onto it. I'm like... Stop saying I'm doing good. I, I didn't like even know moron. what we were doing. The fact that I was doing Pilates, I was like, Pilates? All right, I'll, I'll give it a whirl. But I, I've done Pilates before, actually. Yeah. I've done it. 
a few times, and I remember like I I was in a Pilates class with it was it was I was the only guy in this Pilates class. You probably loved that. And no, no, it you was were like no, chicks. no, it was funny. They were like making these. They were making these like jokes. They were like, now we're gonna do our we're gonna tighten up our kegels, girls. And they were oh, and Christian, get those kegels tightened up. And they I'm like, they didn't say kegels in a Pilates class. Whatever. They were joking around like it was like they, they actually all, said it. They they all knew each other. It was like oh. it was a it was. I was like, this, they don't say that. It was a it was a friend of mine, and and she yeah. has a friend who owns a Pilates class, and this was like all their friends. And she was like, and just come like, and join us. And I'm like, and I was like, I'll be one of the girls. So yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, go in and, and they gave me like this non-slick socks and like, you know, this whole, there was like a, there was like a little circle. A Everyone got in there. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was look like Pat Benatar. Benatar. I look like, uh, uh, <laughs> no, what's Pat your, Benatar. uh, yeah. No, that's pretty good. Pat Benatar did wear, did wear those. Did wear Yeah, of course she did. What about, um, Jane Fonda? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. We should. Uh, they should bring that workout back, the Jane Fonda workout. Yeah, it was a lot of like like thigh thingies. I don't know. Yeah. So, all right, where was I going with that? Oh, we have to get back to. Okay, so he he drives me to the airport. All right, so I said it on my Instagram story, and I guess I'm gonna address it. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Like I think you guys care, but I do care because I was I may have been weird weird for the last couple weeks, unless I've recorded podcasts before, but. Um, my, uh, okay, this is not that much of a bummer, but I will say it. My, uh, my grandma died, uh, yeah, about 10 days ago or more. Um, and so I don't know if, if you listen to my podcast religiously, um, you'll know that I was promoting this show that I was doing in Portland, Oregon. I was saying, yeah, but I'm going to do the show in Portland. I'm headlining the show in Portland, Oregon. I'm from Oregon. I'm from Astoria, Oregon or Warrington, Astoria, Oregon, um, but Portland is the main city and that's where I was doing the show. And it was a big deal to me. And I was so excited to be headlining my first show in my home state. And uh, and my grandma, um, she happened to be her, her assisted living facility was also in Portland, Oregon. And I don't go home to Oregon as much as I should because A, the weather's horrible, but that's the re- I actually love Oregon, but the reason why I don't go there is because my parents hate the weather in Oregon. So every holiday we have is in California. They go to their uh, Palm Springs because it's, it's just better on their bones and you just get sick of seeing rain 300 days a year. And so I, I have not gone home as much as I normally would in the last like you know year or two. And what's so sad, at least, is that my... Over the last year, I hadn't seen—I haven't seen my grandma in like a year or two, because I haven't been up there. But I was—I was so close with her as a kid. She was my buddy. We camped together. We uh, we stole uh, people's logs camping or whatever, like fire stuff. She was—we danced in her living room. To she taught me the Charleston. She taught me to cook. I—I mean, I she she was my buddy, but I had not seen her in a few years, um, and. I had been talking to my dad over the holidays, so over Christmas, my show was in, the show I'm talking about was in January, talking to him over the holidays, and 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 I was like, Dad, I really miss Grandma, I gotta go see her, he's like, yeah, you gotta go see her, I was like, alright, we'll I'll have the show in January, like, I'm gonna go see her then, I'm, we're gonna hang out, it's gonna be a whole thing. So, my show is on January 26th in Portland, Oregon, and five days prior, 
and I was going to hang out with, I extended my trip to hang out with her on January 27th. I was going to spend the whole day with her in, in Portland. We're going to do all this stuff. Five days prior to me leaving, my dad calls me, leaves me a voicemail. I, I missed the call because it's the Women's March in LA and I wasn't getting service, but I see the text of it and it says that um, mom, that's his mom, mom's had a stroke and she's not like breathing or whatever. And I actually, I genuinely couldn't believe that it was happening. When I looked at the text, I was like, how the hell can this be happening? How the hell, like in five days I was supposed to, I was supposed to, I was going to see, I like what, like it just, it was just such weird luck and it's fine. It's, it's fine. So I, I, I got, and then I, I, so I see this, you know, written out via text, you know, voicemail does that on iPhones. And then I left the women's march and I got the courage to call him. And he tells me that, uh, that she, uh, yeah, that she had a stroke and, and that she was probably going to go in the next day or two. And, and I, but I was like, all right, should I come home? Should I come home? I can, I can fly home now. I'll fly home early. And he was like, you know, it could be in the middle of the night. It could be later. It could whatever. So he says, you don't need to come back. So then the next day, um, he ups he updates me and he says, you know what? She opened her eyes and the nurse said that she has not seen someone in that much of a coma open their eyes like that at that age. And also the O'Brien family were fucking Irish tough. Like hmm. we're like, she's scrap. Like, and especially grandma Alice, she's scrappy. I will, I'll tell, tell in a second. Sorry, I'm talking so much Christian. Oh no, you need to. Yeah. This is it's, I'm like honoring your grandmother. Is, yeah. I totally understand. I think you should need to do this. Thank you. You're very sweet. Um, she, uh, yeah, she, she, so she's tough as nails anyways, and sp- specifically her, just tough as nails. And so I'm like, and my dad was like, ah, you're good. We deci- we, we think, and we decided, we think, like, she's going to last, like, at least in a week or two. Like, you'll be able to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, shit, then I'll just go on the trip I was going to go on, which is I was, I was going to leave in three more days after that, mm-hmm. do my show in Portland, and then hang out with her the whole next day on mm-hmm. Saturday. And then... The day before I was supposed to leave for my show, I woke up in the morning and a text message from my dad that said uh, uh, that mom is with Charlie in heaven. That's my, that was my, my, my grandma's husband. So that was a bummer because I, I hated that I didn't get to say goodbye. Uh, that really sucked. I'm okay with it now. Now that we've, we, we had the funeral a week later and we, we I, you know. I gave her a speech at her funeral, and I and I and I got to I got to I got to put flowers on her grave and put her in the ground and at least touch her. <laughs> at least touch her casket. She she knows she's not mad at me that I couldn't get there. I know she's not. She she would have wanted me to be doing shit. I just wish I could have said goodbye. Sorry, I'm crying. That's embarrassing. Um, huh. but. But I, I'm actually okay with it because she was 85. She had a good run. And I know I've already felt that she was with me a ton. Like a ton. Because, she, you know, she's actually kind of creepy like that in a good way. Like um, she baptized me in my sleep when I was three. Uh, I, uh, That's but, awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that though because she was worried that I, uh, she was worried that I wouldn't end up um, being baptized Catholic because mm-hmm. she was Catholic and very serious about it. And so 
I have no idea that she took it upon herself to like light candles and like baptize me in my sleep when I was three. And then we're on a camping trip 10 years later. I'm like around 13. And we're just talking about religion in the car as we drive. And I was like, well, grandma, I believe in God, but I just don't know if I like resonate with any certain religion or, you know, I'm just not like like, Buddhist. Yeah. So she's like, I was just like, I believe in like people being good. Like, I don't know. I'm a Jedi. I'm Yoda. (laughs) And her response was, you know what? I was always, always worried about that. And that's why I took it upon myself to baptize you in your sleep when you were three. (laughs) That's hilarious. I was like, yeah, that's something you should run by me next time. Like that's. You were that's three. like a personal choice that I should have been able to make on my own. You're right. But that's why she's awesome. My dad, to, sorry, Christian, I'm telling you one more story. My dad Go told this, I'd never heard this story before. This is, so this is, this is, o, this is O'Brien tough. If you, if you end up entering into my family, even my mom's side of the family is really tough. There's the Italian side and the O'Brien time. We're just, we're just tough, I guess. Um, so my dad told this story. I've never heard this story. He told it at the funeral. He mm. got up and gave a speech. And my dad is charming as hell. You haven't met him yet. He's lovely. And um, and he can be very quiet, but apparently when there's a microphone in front of him, like he really he turns it you. on. Yeah, exactly. I was like, all right, Mike O'Brien, relax a little bit. Mm. So this story is incredible. So my my so my my grandma um, my grandma and grandpa had they had seven kids, right? They were Irish Catholic. My grandpa left. Grandpa Fat, I love you. Sorry, that sucks that you left the family. I know you're back in now, but whatever. Right. She got remarried later. But he left seven kids. So she was working on her own, like supporting seven kids, mm-hmm. working several jobs, like just doing what she had to do because she's tough, tough as nails. Right. And one day, and they actually had this big, beautiful house in Astoria because rent's cheap in Astoria or, or whatever. It was, it's, it's a small town. So they had this hu- they actually had this huge like Victorian house. And, but she could probably barely afford it. So they had a dog. Uh, he was like a sweet, almost like a Warren type dog. What type of dog is Warren? He's an Australian Kelpie. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll describe something. Well, like he looks more. like a mini German Shepherd. He's, yeah, like you a, know, yeah, Aussie like, kind of, but. Yeah. Just like a sweet little whatever dog, like a sweet dog. Mm-hmm. So they had that type of dog. That was my grandma's dog, but the family dog, right? Right. The neighbors had a pit bull. Mm-hmm. Pitbulls are also very nice. I'm not saying anything wrong with that. I love pitbulls. My brother has two of them. Yeah, they're very nice. Yeah, nothing wrong with them. But I don't even know if it was a pitbull, but it was some sort of more aggressive dog, technically. So my dad, my dad's a kid watching this. All of a sudden, the neighbor's dog came comes over and he start and he's like he's like he's grabbing my my dad's family dog by the neck, just whatever. Mm And the stupid neighbor is just like over there with like a hose, just like stop, like like trying to like hose them off, like please stop. It was a like, or? Yeah, oh. yeah, like it was a more aggressive a dog, more aggressive like, dog yeah. yeah, like biting, right? You know, like a littler type dog, like Warren. Okay, like a German Shepherd, like a whatever, right. or like a Lab or something. Mm-hmm. It was just like an average sized dog. It wasn't whatever. So he's like got him by the neck, and the stupid neighbor sees this. That's the one that owns his dog, the aggressive dog, and he's just like hosing it off. And my dad's watching it from the window. All of a sudden, my grandma comes out with a two by four and just goes whap on the neighbor's dog to get him off because he was killing the family dog. Yeah. (laughs) Whaps him off. The dog ended up being fine. And so our dog has like a huge gash in his neck. Huge gash. And And grandma sewed it up. Yeah. She brings the dog inside instead of taking it to the vet. Yes. She gets out her sewing kit and then 
just takes it, sews him up. Old school. Yep. And then he's fine. Was she like a nurse or something? No. Huh. She's just scrappy. Scrappy grandma. She's just cool. I love it. Yeah, she was cool like that. Yeah, I mean, I had some scrappy grandmas too. Yeah, did you? Tell mm-hmm. me about them. Uh, well, my nanny on my mom's side, fully Irish. You know, mm-hmm. she was scrappy. She was hysterical. Josephine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, I like the name. And then my dad on my dad's side, my grandma was Italian, and she could I mean, she could cook like you wouldn't believe. It. I mean, she was a great chef, but but like you know, I I know the feeling that you're feeling actually to be mm-hmm. when you, you know, someone dies like. When my nanny died, mm-hmm. it was pretty horrible for me because I made up, I was working mm-hmm. and I made up a lie at work. I was working at this like, um, I don't know, this like, it was like a pool store or something like that. You know, it was mm-hmm. like a summer job between, you know, uh, before I was going away to college. And I, my friends would, you know, call me there and be like, hey, you know, we're, we're you know, we're doing this, doing that, get out. And so I, I told these guys, I'm like, hey, I got my grandmother's in the in the hospital. I gotta go. They was like, they're playing basketball or something. Mm-hmm. Went to my friend's house, played basketball. All of a sudden, he goes inside. He comes out and he's like, your sister's on the phone. She's crying. So I go answer the phone. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I think Nanny had a heart attack. This is like an hour after I made up some bullshit story to my boss to get out of work. That, you said and that I used something. the excuse that my grandmother was in the hospital. Oh, so here I am, going, holy shit! I just karmically caused this bullshit to happen so i was so i know i'm so upset and then she died she died that day and i carried so much guilt and shame about that for Mm -hmm. so long like it was it definitely it definitely affected me for like you know a good year you know like so you know i i know how you feel but Mm -hmm. in your case it's like it's you know it's these things happen and it's you know it's too i mean i mean yeah it feel it felt a little worse i think but you know, you yeah, can't, that's true. you can't control this stuff. It's like, you know, death is death and that's, well, that's it. I feel at peace with it after we, we had a really good, we had a good funeral, good ceremony. Yeah. We had a good celebration of life. I, I snuck in her famous garlic dip. I made it. I did a bunch of stuff that, cause her and I used to cook together and the whole, uh, celebration of life was catered. And I was like, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to bring some grandma recipes. Mm. So I made a bunch of stuff and I brought it in and, uh, you know, listen, I'm so comfortable with it. I was so happy with the way it went down. It was so perfect, and and I know she was eighty five. She's fine. I watched. I, yeah, I put it's her. A good in run. The, yeah, she had a good run. She was. She had a good. She's great. She gets to be with Grandpa Charlie in heaven. Uh, everything was great. I was so comfortable with it that I Irish goodbye my own grandma's funeral. Well, I mean, and it was tired of talking to people. You just wanted to get home, and I just left. Well, my so my mom. It's because it's my dad's mom. Watch the Super Bowl. No, it was all just Saturday. Oh. My mom, my mom. Uh, so we went to the funeral, the burial, and then the ceremony. My mom had to go home and take care of the dog. Mm. And then she was going to come back. And my dad is there. Like, Your after mom th- Irish goodbye too? No, she said to my dad she was leaving oh. and whatever. It's not her fa- side of the family. It's, right. you know, whatever. So, I mean, she talked to a few people and then she left. And then my dad's just there like, you know, hugging babies or holding babies and shaking hands like the mayor because what's his mom? And all his brothers, a huge family. And I would just like, I'm so young compared to like all the people. Like I knew so many of the people there, but there was also so many people that remembered me as a kid that I just didn't remember them. Right. And they're asking me questions about like, so what are you up to now? And like, well, how's stand-up comedy? And I just couldn't answer any more questions. So I just, I wish goodbye. I didn't even tell my dad I was leaving. So I just left. <laughs> the just thing. skipped out on the funeral. 
Yeah, and then I went and got some clam chowder. I texted my dad. I was like, hey, let me know when you're uh, you're all set there. You can come pick me up from this restaurant nearby. <laughs> when you're done, you know. Uh, you know. Just, sorry I left without saying goodbye to any of my family members. Yeah. Not appropriate, maybe, but it felt appropriate for me. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, whatever. You know. Ended up being fun though. In the funeral, when that ended, then we, then me, my dad, and his brothers, and uh, some of my dad's friends from high school went out. My mom had to stay home with the dogs, whatever. Uh, we all went out. We had drinks. We told stories with my grandma. It was actually the best possible situation it could have been. That's great. I feel so at peace with it. Like Grandma Alice was a was, she was a, she was a good lady. And, That's great. And we all remember great stories about her. And it was great. Yeah, I think the, 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 like the moment for me when, when, like with my nanny when she died and at her funeral, like, I didn't even know this happened, but my aunt used to, uh, my aunt used to um, work for Liberty DeVito, who's, who's, um, who's that? Billy Joel's drummer. Oh, wow. And he showed so up. So can we get tickets? He oh, showed sure. up to my, my nanny's funeral. Really? Out of just respect for my aunt, you know, and, and I didn't even know it. That's you know? Cool. And she's like, she's like, you know, you know what's so great though? What? She's like, Liberty DeVito. Was that your, you know, your nanny's wedding? And I'm just like, I mean, nanny's wedding, nanny's funeral. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, really? You know, like I was so, I know, I was like, I, I, I was so broken up about this thing. I couldn't like mm-hmm. even go in there and like, and, uh, and there was something about that to me that like made me feel like it felt cool. I was like, yeah, that's really that cool. Yeah, that is really like, cool. You know, like Liberty DeVito came to my, my nanny's, my nanny's so cool. funeral. You know, like it's a pretty, pretty sweet. This is why I have a, a theory that you should always show up to, because Stassi and I just recently went to Jax's dad's funeral. And granted, I don't know if you guys listen to my podcast enough, Stassi and I both dated the same guy, Jax. Stassi's from Vanderbilt Rules. She's my best friend. Uh, Jax is from Vanderbilt Rules. Also, whatever. His dad just died of cancer. And... Stassi and I both don't like hang out with Jax all that often. We like, you know, whatever. We, I mean, he did bad shit to us, but we loved his dad. And the point was his dad died. His sisters or his sister, his mom, the family members, they, it's so important to see that people like, cause Ron Couchy was a great guy. Like you show up to that shit. Yeah. If you can, you show up because it means something to the people around you. And also it meant something to you. Yep. You know what I mean? It did. Like it's, it did mean something. It was like, yeah. it made me feel better about it for some reason. It made me think like, you know, she used to always be like, you, she had this thing she was calls frigs. He's like, you frigs, you frigs. You know, like That's she just, cute. that was just like something she'd say like when she was mad. And I'm just, I'm just picturing, she said friggin'. Like she wouldn't, she wouldn't friggin'. say, she wouldn't say, like, fuck, she wouldn't say fuck. She wouldn't say fuck. She would, Cause she's a lady. Friggin', so you're friggin' and friggin'. I, and I could see her saying herself, friggin' Billy Joel's drummer at my, you know, my, that you know, is you know, so cool. I don't know, something like that was in my head and I thought it was, that was funny. You know, I mean, I was young at the time, but yeah. That is really cool. better about it. I'm sorry I made you pick me up from the airport in the middle of the Super Bowl. I didn't care about the Super Bowl. I mean, I. You didn't? I, I just hate was the like Patriots a dude, I, I thought that Eagles. I was like being an asshole. I was definitely like, happy that the Eagles won, though. It was a good Super Bowl. I was, Bowl. too. That, it was entertaining. I'd, I'd actually watch that Super Bowl again. Like, I, you know, someone TiVo'd it or something. Should I'd, we? Does, do we do TiVo anymore? Do I people don't, have I those? Have DVR. DVR, that's what it is. If somebody recorded it, I'd watch it. Again. Yeah, it was a good, really you good could, game. I, I'm talking like it's like 1993. I, you, you could watch anything well, on the I mean, internet. You were right, like, over what, again. 20 in 93? I guess I could just go to ESPN.com and watch all those plays over again. Because that play with. I don't know when the Foles scored the touchdown was really cool, you know. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, but I didn't care, and then we ended up some. You weird didn't mind? Yeah, we went to some like airport bar and then watched the some rest of it. Creepy place that you know 
Wasn't no. that creepy? You got some flank steak and some fries, some chimichurri. It was cool to watch the. It was it was actually good to watch the end of the game with like people around because I was yeah. watching it. I'm so alone. happy the Eagles won. Oh, I was, was dog sitting and like watching, you know, dog yeah. sitting for a friend. What do you do when I'm out of town? Like, do you like what? Like, do you like kick your shoes off and like relax, or you're like, fuck yeah, she's leaving, totally like, and then you go party? Out, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I go like skinny dipping in my pool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. I do random things. I just like, go. Well, what's random? I don't know. Just what you do you know. like? Take a sushi making class? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, I go do you know, like neon sign art. Um, <laughs> neon sign art. No, I don't know. I mean, I. Uh, I mean, what did I do when you were gone? Because you were gone two weekends in a row. What did I do? Um, oh, my cousins came to town. Uh-huh. Um, the first weekend you were gone. Yeah, you guys went to a disco. So you're living your best life. Oh, uh, we this got... This what you do when I'm gone? We danced the night away. What it was the? great. Um, it's like you yeah, we need, went to a it's disco. It's like you don't need me. We went to Giorgio's. It's the standard. You scumbag. It's happening. <laughs> it's great. It's fun time. I mean, and, and you know, my cousins, like, they, they were like, what are we going to do tonight? I'm like... Well, you know, we can go get some dinner and then like, well, we're getting dinner with our friends. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'm like, well, what do you guys want to do? And like, well, what can we do after that? I'm like, well, there's a there's a disco called Giorgio's that we can go to. And they were like, that sounds great. And then, you know, they were like, but we don't have the clothes for this. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's just go. And uh, we did that. It was fun. We were up kind of late. And then uh, I don't know the next day. Do you want me to like really like run through everything? No, you don't have to because we've already gone 45 minutes. We have to get to the comedy store in like five minutes. Oh, yeah. There's a comedy show tonight. Fuck yeah. Are you going up? Possibly. That'd be great. Who's it? Who's uh, who's who are you saying? Sebastian Menescalco, David Spade, Ron White, uh, Andrew Santino, Eleanor Kerrigan, who's gonna be my guest next week. I already recorded the podcast, but I have to edit it down because my stupid card was full on my thing, my podcast equipment. Anyways, Christian, yes. you're the cutest man alive. Thank you for being on my podcast again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You you saved me. So Christian keeps saving me during stressful times where I can't like book guests, even though I think you're a fantastic guest. You have a beautiful voice for radio. Not a face, but a voice can definitely. Also a face, but whatever. Uh, I, I do have a face for radio, yes. Shut up. That's not <laughs> what I meant. Um, you're, um, yeah, no, I'm ha- I was happy to be on this one, especially if you need to, to uh, honor your grandmother, because she seemed like she was a wonderful, wonderful person, and she, I wish I had met her. She was very tough. I know, I wish she would yeah. have, too. Well, it's too bad. Say your social media, and also, like, hey, guys, by the way, just a side note, I'm not, like, trying to promo him, because, like, I want, like, a good, like, you know, birthday gift or anything, but, like, if you do need some fantastic website work, Christian is a website developer, and I'm so incredibly impressed by what he does. It's it's just visually, artistically, everything about it is so good. So if you need a website, just like hit me up via email, and I'll like I'll forward it on. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, you really are. Um, oh, and my email on for this is uh, info at rachelobriencomedy dot com. That's info at r a c h a e l o b r i e n comedy dot com. Social media, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N on both Instagram and Twitter. Do you want to say your socials? Uh, the business social, yeah. It's uh, it's Code Exist on uh, Instagram. There's not many followers there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so your email, your, your work email. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's um, it's Christian at CodeExist.com. C-O-D-E-E-X-I-S-T.com. Perfect. Thanks and uh, yeah, I had a great time. All right. Peace out. Bye, my friends.